Vince McMahon likes big sweaty men. 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 Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom. Welcome inside, no, not inside the CKDJ studio, but in our own homes this week on a special episode, the Royal Rumble episode of Wrestling With Ideas. I'm the man with no excuses, and alongside me, well, not beside me, but still alongside me, Colin Scully, how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. How about you? Oh, you know, it's a little snowy, and uh, got to put little, up with some... A little snowy, there's a like... A little snowy. And I'm not talking about Vince McMahon's mind, which is something I want to talk about before we get kicking here. Did you catch Raw when Finn Balor had his segment with Vince this week? I did. <laughs> and what did you think of Vince McMahon's Bible story? I didn't mind it. The only question that I still have is what the hell shrooms have to do with anything? And that's what I was thinking. Whenever he was talking about David and Goliath, and then he started talking about how David never fought Goliath, and he was just high on shrooms, I was like, man, I think Brother I think brother Diva needs to take this guy to church. Maybe yeah. Deacon, Deacon Batista could join him. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't bring up Batista right now. I was having a good day. <laughs> Anyways, so um, there's a couple big shows coming up. This week, not only in Ottawa wrestling, but of course in the WWE. Now, I I, I know I, I gave you control of this show, but there is something I want to highlight just recently. Is it the same? It might be the same thing as I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah. Let, let's hear what you have to say. So, a couple of years ago, I believe it was, I want to say 2013, around then. Kevin's, how long ago was Kevin Steen signed to NXT? Oh, I'd say 2015, he 2015? was the NXT, 2015, he was the NXT champ. Okay. Because that's so, when he came up and had that feud with Cena, I believe. Yeah, so a couple of years before that, he was signed to NXT. Now, he ran for the longest time in and around Ottawa, Montreal, around the circuit around here and Quebec. I'm actually looking back now, I have my DVD shelf behind me right now, and I am looking at... I believe he was on a C4 show. Oh, yes. He was on a C4 show in 2011. The the Kevin Steen C4 show, yes. I've heard so many things about that. Level Up 2011. Yeah, so. Um, but, of course, this isn't a show. This isn't talking about Kevin Steen. This isn't the Kevin Owens show. Story. This is not the Kevin Owens show, no. Um, a tag team by the name of 3.0. Have been signed to NXT, of course. I, that is exactly what I was thinking of. We have yeah. Big Magic. That's what I was talking to get Magic into. Big Magic and Jagged Scott Parker. Now, not as well known to C4 fans here in Ottawa as they might be to acclaimed pro wrestling fans. As it was announced at New Year's Resolution 8 that they were going to be on an indefinite hiatus. 
Well, it seems like that indefinite hiatus is going to lead to big and brighter things for them. And like I was trying to say whenever we have this interview with uh, Mathieu Saint-Jacques, whenever he decides to... But anyways, we're, we're experiencing not only a women's revolution in WWE, but I would say in wrestling overall, we're experiencing a Quebec revolution. We've got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn killing it. Maurice is from Montreal. Uh, Vanessa Craven was just at Evolution. I uh, PCO man. She wasn't like, at Evolution. She was at the Mae Young Classic. Oh, the Mae Young Classic. I've so, uh, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. there is a Quebec revolution starting. Yeah. Now, who do you think the next after Jagged and uh, Big Magic? Who do you think oh, the I, next big guy to come out of Quebec is going to be? I have no idea. It could be anybody. I'm hoping it's Mike Bailey. Yeah. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Once his uh, uh, once his travel ban exactly. expires in a couple of years, I think, because I think he was handed that in 2016, around there. Anyways, let's talk Rumble. Oh <laughs> yes, let's talk the Rumble now. Let's run down the card here, but there's one thing I want to say before deep into well. Before we get deep into the Rumble, I just want to say, looking at this card, one of these matches is going to be surprisingly good and almost earned match of the night, but it's going to be a surprise. Do you know which match I'm thinking of? Um, would I be wrong in saying that you think it's going to be the three-way for the Cruiserweight Championship? No, and I believe it's a four-way. Is it a... Because th- uh... the Tammy and Kalisto oh, is it. right, yeah. No, I somehow I'm looking at this card and I wouldn't be surprised if the bar versus the Miz and Chan was an absolute like almost match of the night. Not quite match of the night, but like a solid second place. And it just blows us all out of the water. (laughs) See, I hope to God that it isn't, but something tells me now that we're talking about it, it will be. Because something doesn't make sense about this match, and I think, like, for no reason, for absolutely no reason, and I have such low expectations for this match, it's going to blow me out of the water, and we're, we're going to end up talking about this next week. Oh, for sure. Now, might as well just go through the card here. What's the, uh, what are the pre-show matches, John? I have no idea. I imagine we'll see some raw tag title shenanigans on the pre-show. Uh, not from what I'm seeing. What I'm seeing here, we've got Rusev and Shinsuke for the United States title. On the pre-show. On the pre-show. And then the Fatal 4-Way for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship also on the pre-show. I would have guessed that would have been the main event of the pre-show. Now, let's talk about Rusev versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I think Rusev's going to retain. I hope to God he does. But this might play this, but this is going to play into my predictions later on in the evening. But you know, I think Rusev's retaining. I I think we're done with Shinsuke. I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, was one of the people asking to be released. Really, eh? Really? I'm not saying that he is. I haven't heard any report of it. But I wouldn't be surprised if Shinsuke wanted to go back to Japan. Would he go back to Japan, or would he go to? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if AEW, we'll just call him that, AEW. I don't know if they would want Shinsuke, but I'm pretty sure like if they found out he was available, they'd take him. Oh, for sure. For sure to bring back some of that early chaos versus uh Bullet Club. Exactly. But I think uh long story short, Rusev retains Rusev yeah. Rush. Royal Rumble will fall on Rusev Day. Yep. 
Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa versus Hideo Itami versus Kalisto. Absolutely, 100% hope. And this is not what I think. I hope that Buddy Murphy retains. But I've got this funny feeling. I think Hideo Itami's going to win it. It's about, like, it's about time that they give Hideo it's, Itami a it's title. Not even, it's not even that. Like, I understand why they haven't, because he keeps getting injured. But ever since he's been shipped over to 205 Live, I don't think he's been injured. No. Well, so maybe this will be a... There was the one, like, not that long. I think it was just this past summer that he was out for, like, a month. Yeah, but ever even in NXT, Tommy was in and out, in and out. So you, they could yeah. never really put the title on him, only have him contend for it. Yeah, but then you have to take a look at what he's done over in Japan too. That too, yeah. Like you if, can't if what he's done over in Japan got him to WWE, and then he gets to WWE, and then he's been treat, and then he's being treated as poorly as a guy like Toa Hinare over in Japan. Like the thing is. We're going to be following some new NXT careers because the yeah. NXT call-ups, like not the raw NXT call-ups, but the ones that NXT are starting with, like your Punishment Martinez. Like, who's to say that Punishment Martinez, like, and Hiteo and Tommy will say are the same, but Punishment Martinez doesn't get injured and therefore goes further in NXT. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Because I, th- I think we said it was either last week or two weeks ago. That if, like I had said, that if Hideo Itami had not hurt his shoulder in NXT, he would have had a title. He would have had a long run with the title. Exactly. And you you think maybe they wouldn't have brought in one of the guys that they had if Itami was healthy the whole time. Yeah. Now, who do you think they brought in to sort of replace Tommy, though? I don't know. I'd have to look at the calendar just to make sure I'm not overlapping anything. But in the back of my mind, Alistair Black sticks out. But See, I don't know when Black first came yeah. to NXT, so I can't. I can't say. Like I'd have to put a calendar of everybody's debut in front of me. Yeah. Adam Cole, maybe too. They maybe they. Uh, not saying that they felt the need to grab him from Ring of Honor sooner, but maybe. Yeah. See, the only thing with Adam Cole. Is that I feel like if Adam Cole hadn't come over, because I believe it was Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly that came over first, and then it was Adam Cole and then Roderick Strong, or no, yes. Roderick, no, Roderick Strong was first, and then it was O'Reilly. Yeah, Roddy Strong was doing his own thing, yeah. and then O'Reilly and Fish debuted, and then Adam Cole debuted Undisputed Era. Yeah. See, yes. I feel like if Adam Cole hadn't come over, Undisputed Era. Nothing. There there would be no Undisputed Era right now. Who, all right. Before we get back into our topic here, if there was no Adam Cole, who would have been the leader of Undisputed Era? That, would you have... Ooh. Because it, it wasn't... It's not O'Reilly, it's not Fish, and Strong was added last minute after for the mm-hmm. World stuff. Who would you say would be would have been the leader? Like Lars Sullivan, F- leader of Are Undisputed fucking, Era? I'm, I'm sorry. Are you fucking kidding me, John? Lars Sullivan is the leader of the Undisputed Era? <laughs> well, if there was no Adam Cole, who would it have been? It could have been Gargano. anybody. It could have been anybody in NXT. Gargano or Ciampa, probably. Or Otis Dozovich. Like, we don't know. <laughs> oh, my lord. The Otis Feuded Era. The Otis Feuded Era. I can just imagine Otis Dozovich going to the ring playing air guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Uh, anyways, let's get back into Royal here. 
What's the first match of the Royal Rumble? Is it going to be? Are we opening with the women's? Uh, the women's Rumble. I I have no idea what, I, what's I opening this so. show. I just have I, the I matches would, in front of me. Yeah, as do I. I wouldn't think that they would open with the women's Rumble, but if I had to guess, because we, because I can because we're looking at the same file here right now. If yeah. I had to guess what match opens the show, I would probably say. Um, I bet you. I bet you. I know what it is. SmackDown Women's. Mm, that's a good answer, but I was gonna say I bet you it's gonna be a Bobby Lashley thing, like a last minute Bobby Lashley thing, or or maybe like an Elias thing or Lashley, a John Cena thing. Lashley isn't on the card. Right now, was the IC, the... Yeah, the IC. Yeah, but the IC title isn't being defended right now. As of now. So, like, it could very well be that he comes out and cuts a promo and that'll then says he's just, in the Rumble. Or... That'll probably just be, like, the third match on the pre-show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised, so we'll talk about it. The WWE SmackDown's Women's Championship match. Becky Lynch, please win this. I please. don't know. I, I kind of... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. I forgot this was the Rumble. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry. No, Asuka's retaining. Uh, I was going to say, I wouldn't mind see Becky Lynch taking an L yeah, because Ronda Rousey is also on this, going to be on this show. Yeah. Sort of like Charlotte well, Flair and Ronda. Yeah. You know what? Let's get the um, let's get all the women's matches out of the way right now, considering we both have kind so, of just yeah. given away our predictions. So Oscar retains, Ronda retains, Becky wins the Rumble. Oscar retains, Ronda retains, and I have two answers. My serious answer and my fake answer. My fake answer is Lana wins the Rumble because why the F not? Yeah. It's a Rumble. You don't have to be good, apparently. As long as everybody else goes over the top rope, you can R-Truth your way to a victory. Oh, God. But, no, I think uh, winning this year's Rumble is not Becky Lynch. I think it'll be Shayna Baszler. But, so to set up Ronda versus Baszler, or to set up the Four Horsewomen versus the, the Four, four Horsewomen? Horsewomen. Okay, but but here's the thing: I have. Do you have any uh, a prediction for any woman that is not listed to be in the Rumble that would be qualified as a surprise entrant? Like, who do you think is going to surprise us that we um, don't know? Is it? Are we like, talking current roster? or Are we talking like? Current, like what like, they did last year with like, like they how did they last have... year, it'll be the same thing as last year pretty much, but they'll probably be more NXT and more indie than uh, Legends. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they already they've already announced twenty three out of the thirty participants for the Women's Rumble. And I only came up with three women. Like the men's, I came up with a bunch of ones that I think, and one of them will surprise you. Like not the BuzzFeed clickbait, but one of them will surprise you. But. I think in the women's match, we're going to see Lay Cool in the Rumble because of the women's tag title. I think we'll see them, Michelle McCool and Layla. Mm -hmm. And I also, out of nowhere, for some reason, I think we're going to get a Blue Pants appearance. I don't know why. (laughs) This is just like the back of my head says maybe. If Blue Pants makes an appearance at the Rumble, they might as well put James fucking Ellsworth in the Men's Rumble. 
Oh, I mean, why not? Yeah. Like, it could happen. I mean, if Vince but, McMahon is comparing David and Goliath to shrooms, then who knows? We want blue pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what do you got for the women's rumble? I'm going to go a little bit different. I'm going to go with NX, a couple of NXT wrestlers right now. I wouldn't mind seeing, um, well, Kyrie Sane, for one. Yes. I, I, I think Yosh- he's going to be there. Io Shirai. Like, those two, I wouldn't even consider a surprise entrance. No. Like, um, I, I almost expect them. I wouldn't mind seeing, like, a Bianca Belair. Yeah. Or something yeah, I... like that. Maybe, I wouldn't uh, be surprised if she was in it, but that's what I mean. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they were in it. Oh, so you're talking like... Like, it would have to be a surprise that even would make me go, oh, really? Like, blue pants would make me go, oh, karma. really? Fuck it. Put karma back in. Yeah, <laughs> why not? <laughs> if, if Vicky Guerrero could be in it, soaking karma. Wasn't was, Karma was in the Rumble last year, the Women's Rumble. No, oh, Karma that. was in a real Rumble. The second woman ever to enter... A Royal Rumble. Third. Or third. Yeah, because Beth Phoenix went first. Yeah, so, and that no, was Karma. No, yeah. China went first. No, China was first, then it was Beth. Yeah. Then it was yeah. Karma. Yes. Okay. But, yeah, let's, let's put Karma in there. Why not? Yeah. Uh, moving on to probably the least important. Well, I don't want to say the least important men's match on the card here on the, pre- on the main show, uh, but the bar versus the Miz and Shane McMahon. They, I think uh, The Miz and Shane McMahon are going to win this one. I wouldn't be surprised if they drop it the next SmackDown, but I think they're going to win this match. Yeah. I wouldn't mind, because uh, are Otis and Tucker on Raw or SmackDown? We don't know yet. Oh, oh right. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Um, yeah, I can see I can see it going both ways. I like that they're having another tag team inserted into this SmackDown tag team title picture. Other than The Usos, The New Day. Yep, but the thing for me is, like, I think The Miz and Shane McMahon are going to win it just for a breath of fresh air before we go back to, like, all right, we're going to reintroduce Sanity. Here's the NXT tag teams we got. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's when you bring in Heavy Machinery on SmackDown. Heavy Machinery, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm losing my page here. <laughs> Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. I say Daniel Bryan retains. Uh, here's the thing, though. There's only two things that happen in the back of my mind. Is that if we get swerved, and I mean, like, we get seriously swerved, and Kenny Omega's in the Rumble, AJ's won in the belt. No Omega, Bryan retains. Okay. But that's like the biggest swerve in the history of swerves is if we see Omega at the Rumble. See, would you see? I would say that as well. But the only like it's kind of hard for me to say because we've had things like this happen before. Like AJ's debut at the Rumble. Yeah, like AJ's debut at the Rumble. They said he was re-signing with New Japan. And then all of a sudden he shows up. Mm-hmm. So. He, well, one thing is pretty much for sure. He's not re-signing with New Japan. Yes. So. AEW is probably going to snatch him up. But, like, if he's doing nothing right now and he's technically a free agent, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him in the Rumble. Yeah. Well, actually, I would be surprised. But, you know, like, it would be a good surprise. Yeah. True, true, true. Um, Keeping with the Bullet Club theme, we've got Finn Balor 
facing Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Here's another one. My brain says Lesnar's going to win, but my heart says that Balor's going to win. I don't know who to listen to, but I have a funny feeling Vince is just going to be like, All Elite Wrestling, you're Finn Balor. Brock's just going to run him over. Yeah. Yeah, I... See, it depends. Like, my prediction for who wins this also depends on who wins the Rumble. What if Braun Strowman just decides he's in the Rumble and wins it? Like, that's what I mean. Oh, no. But here's the thing. That that won't happen, honestly. I think it's going to be a SmackDown. Um, Oh, I think it's going to be a SmackDown guy winning the Rumble. Oh, then I guess we have uh, different picks for the men's Rumble then. Shall we? Um, I Just before we go into the men's Rumble, I honestly think that Finn Balor is going to win the match. I, I hope so. Now, how long he holds the belt for is still up to interpretation. Hey, I was I just had the idea. Like, how good would it be to see Balor versus Braun at WrestleMania? Ooh. Like yeah. that, and like that's why I think it'd be a great match. But also, I wouldn't be surprised if Lesnar just ran over Balor. Yeah. So the men's Rumble match, Scully. Now, what do you want to hear first? My predictions for who's going to win it, or my surprise Rumble predictions of who's going to surprise us with their presence this year? Give me your surprises first. Now, I'm going to do the ones that make the most sense first and save that clickbaity one for last. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw not a returning, but just Kevin Owens in the Rumble. Like, I I think we might see Kevin Owens in this Rumble. I also think we might, unfortunately, and this is not a joke, Hulk Hogan. I have a funny feeling we might see him in the Rumble. Speaking of people who should not be in the Rumble... Speaking of people who should never step foot in a wrestling ring again. No, because this guy can step foot in a wrestling ring again. I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, I'm just saying, like, my next pick here, I wouldn't be surprised, not in the slightest, if Shawn Michaels was in the Royal Rumble. Oh, I can see that. I can see that more than fucking Hogan. Give the, like, wrestle in WWE in an American crowd, and he's in the Rumble, so he can just go over the top rope whenever he feels like he's done. Yeah. Now, I have no sane reason why I think this man is going to be in the Men's Rumble this year. But do you remember Jimmy Wang Yang? Because last year we had the Hurricane. Yeah. And I don't know why, but I was thinking about that. And for some reason, I was like, yo, what if Jimmy Wang Yang just like, Walks in, has his entrance, his, like, six seconds of fame, like, in the past, like, ten years, and then gets thrown over the top rope and then just walks off. Like, that's a pop. That's a laugh. That's a comedy spot. Like, But then, like, you gotta figure that if they're gonna bring back jobbers from the mid-2000s, that they're gonna bring back somebody that most marks, I'm gonna call them, Yeah. most fans of WWE in 2019 are gonna remember. And, John, you know who I think the fans will remember more than Jimmy Wang Yang? Is it Meat? No, it's Nunzio from the Zio from the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, let's just have all of the FBI. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, let's have, let's have the full-blooded Italians in the Rumble this year. 
Yeah. Um, no, in all seriousness, though. Five five picks to win it. Scully, who you got? Five? Are we doing the five thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, McIntyre? Yep. Rollins? Mine. Yep. Ambrose? Nope. I don't have Ambrose. Oh, shit. Why did I pick Ambrose? Um, McIntyre? Rollins? Yeah. Joe? Okay. Mustafa Ali? Oh, that would be cool. And Adam Cole. Yeah. Um, we have Rollins and McIntyre. We both have that. I put Rey Mysterio down because, like, I feel like he hasn't done anything yet. And, like, why would WWE have brought him back if they didn't have an idea of what to do with him? Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if Mysterio won a second one. And then that's I have. And then, oh, I just got an idea. Yes. I just Let's got hear your an idea. idea. Rey Mysterio wins the Royal Rumble. Faces whoever wins for the WWE Championship. Raw after Mania? Or SmackDown, whatever the fuck show it's on at that point. Andrade comes out, and that's how they put Andrade over. Ooh. As WWE Champion. Yeah, that's definitely a bold SmackDown move. It's a SmackDown-style move, come on. Yep, it is. It, it happened to Jinder, man. Okay, but this is but 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 this time is going to be this time no, is going to be different. No, because Andrade, because Andrade, Andrade can wrestle. Mexi- Andrade is Mexican gender. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't have that. I put uh, I put Bray Wyatt. Interesting, because like we haven't heard nothing from Bray Wyatt, and the most Bray Wyatt thing to do would be to come back at the Rumble and win it. Yeah. I can, I can, uh, as much as it hurts me to say, I can see that. Like, that is a Bray Wyatt thing to do. Yeah. And here I wrote down EC3, but then I crossed it out because I don't think EC3's going to win the Rumble. That that would be too early. I feel like if they were going to do anything, they would put the IC title back on fucking The Miz. Yeah. But they can't. Can they? They could if, like, if the brand. Is Bobby Lashley on SmackDown, though? He's on Raw. He's on Raw, yeah, okay. So, like, they put whatever belt on The Miz and then have The Miz versus EC3. Yes. At Mania or something. Yeah, but here's the thing. Where I wrote down EC3 and crossed it out, I wrote next to it Big E. I think this could very well be not necessarily the split, but pushing only one member of New Day. Because if there's one guy in New Day who's going to be holding the heavyweight title, it's Big E. Yeah. So that's why I think Big E might win this one. Yeah. So we've got our Rumble thoughts out of the way. But on the Saturday before the Rumble, NXT TakeOver Phoenix was taking place. And there are five matches on this card. John. Yes. We'll start off with we'll start off the predictions. The Undisputed Era versus the War Raiders for the NXT Tag Championships. Here's my problem with this is that if Undisputed Era drops the titles, which would make sense to me because the War Raiders are legit scary. I've seen them work, I've seen some of their work from England. 
they're they're legit contenders and they can hold themselves. They'd be like they're good at being a number one tag. But if Undisputed Era loses and we don't see them in the Rumble with Adam Cole and they stay in NXT, what's the point? Yeah. Because this one, this match to me is a get the titles off Undisputed Era so they can come to NXT and like give one of the tag divisions a shot in the arm in the main roster. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And that's why I think War Raiders are going to win it. But, like, honestly, if they have no plans to call up Undisputed Era or Adam Cole yet, Undisputed Era definitely retains. True, true, true. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Chris Hero? Chris Hero or Cassius? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think Matt Riddle wins, bro. Yeah, easy. Easy. Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair. Baszler wins. Like Baszler, she has her, yeah. Now, Baszler does she wins. enter the rumble either way? Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if in the women's rumble we also saw like Jessamine Duke get thrown over the top rope, yeah. and Shafir, you know. See, no, the only problem you had mentioned earlier that you wanted to see the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen at Mania. Yeah, like this isn't the Duke, Mania for it anymore. Yeah, I know it's not the Mania, but the thing is, to get ready for Mania. Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir are going to have to do a fuck ton. And I mean a, like an Ahmed Johnson sized fuck ton. Jeez, even, even, even if work. they are, they are currently as good as Ahmed Johnson. I'll give them that. <laughs> but, uh, you see my point then. <laughs> but here's the, here's the thing though. Like I, I'm shifting. I think we're going to get that match. The four horsewomen is definitely a survivor series, survivor series. And even Vince would put it a survivor series. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw the other three members of the four horsewomen in the, uh, competing women's corner in a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. And we have, or we have like sting versus triple H. And instead of the NWO and DX, it's the four horsewomen and the four horsewomen. Yeah, I can see that, definitely. Uh, Rick Shea versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American Championship. I think Ricochet's going to retain. I think it's going to be match of the night. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally see that happening. Um, the only problem that I have is I feel like they could have gotten one more match out of Ciampa Gargano. Oh, I, I think we will, but it'll be a main roster match. Yeah, like a mania thing where Ciampa's the WWE champion and then Gargano stays in NXT, wins the Rumble as an NXT entrant. Yeah. And then it's just like kind of like kind of like the same thing they did with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yes. Yeah. But you have but it would be interesting cuz it'd be the Royal Rumble, everybody's thinking a Raw or SmackDown guy's going to win it. Johnny Gargano stays in NXT. Well, that's just me being a good storyteller, though. Yeah. Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black. Ciampa probably retains. Uh, Aleister Black, I don't know if he's on his way to the main roster, but he feels like he should be. I can see that. Um, I can definitely see them, maybe Aleister Black, being inserted into something because Matt Hardy was actually recently greenlit for in-ring action again. In-ring action again. And that's why I had to take him off of the list of surprise entrants in the Royal Rumble. Because yeah. now that like he's announced to the world he's ready to go, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how he makes his return. Mm-hmm. Uh, I 
I, I probably agree with you. I say Tomas Champa retains. He's not going to have it for much longer, though. Who is who do you think's taking it off him? Good question. Very, very good question. Uh, punishment. Punishment, Martinez. So soon. Yeah. I think the more I see Ricochet holding the North American title, the more I think Matt Riddle will hold the heavyweight one. Ooh, or Keith Lee. The him too. But uh, I don't know if I would be invested in a Keith Lee Chompa match. Yeah, and guys, no, you're not listening to a podcast about a 2014-2015 PWG card. We are, of course, talking about NXT. Speaking of PWG cards, you know who we might see? Not at the Rumble, but as just like a random moment at TakeOver? Trevor Lee. Don't forget, he's on the way. Trevor Lee, um, ACH, was actually just brought into the Performance Center as well. Uh, I, I don't think we're going to see Baba Tunde or anybody like oh, that. Oh, for fuck's sake. We're not going to see I, Baba Tunde in I don't think we're, I don't think we're going to see him. I don't even know if we'll see Lars Sullivan in Phoenix anymore. Well, no, he's on the main roster. Well, yeah. He's been having vignettes. Like, he's not going to... But will we see him in the Rumble? Because I'm pretty sure we're going to see Lacey Evans, Heavy Machinery. Lacey Evans has been confirmed for the Rumble, for the Women's Rumble. I wouldn't be surprised, like, EC3, I wouldn't be surprised if he was in the Rumble. Yeah. And comes out at number three, ha, 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 because Ty Gillinger's going to come out at number ten, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Now, moving on, there's a great weekend of wrestling happening. I mean, Three whole days. Three whole days, man. Yeah. So, of course, there's the Rumble on Saturday. There's TakeOver Phoenix on, no, the Rumble's on Sunday. TakeOver Phoenix is on Saturday. But on but Friday, Friday, C4 Wrestling of Ottawa, Ontario presents Nightmare City, their first event of 2019. And holy shit, John. <laughs> yes, we had, like, it was going to be a really cool card when it first came out. And then all of a sudden, it got even like, cooler. We had, a, we had some unfortunate news due to the automobile crash in Buffalo. And then they just kicked. They just kicked it back into gear with the final card update. Like, I am impressed. Yep. So we'll go from bottom to top here. In a special challenge, we've got The Fraternity. Of course, Channing Decker and Trent Gibson versus Montreal Elite, Ben Tull, and Brad Alexis. Oh, The Fraternity. I know I've seen them wrestle before. I think it might have even been uh, TDT that they wrestled. Yep. And I've never seen the MTL Elite wrestle yet. But seeing as how I was just talking about how we're on a Quebec revolution in wrestling, I think I might give this one to the Montreal Elite. See, I can see. This is one of them that I can see going either way. But fuck it. I'll go with Montreal. Yeah. Just because I'm, I'm a mark for Brad Alexis. Um, <laughs> in a six-way scramble, we've got Evil Uno. Versus Mark Wheeler versus The Curse, Cecil Nix versus Alicia Spark versus Scrapper James Stone versus up-and-coming indie women's wrestler Chris Statlander. Yeah, I don't know. This is C4, though. This is Evil Uno's playground. I wouldn't be surprised if he won, the, if he won it, but uh, it's also Cecil Nix's playground. It's also... But, well, yeah. 
But I was just going to say, from seeing how over Uno was at the last show, I wouldn't be surprised if he won it. Yeah. I mean, like, I... The first two shows out in Gatineau for Zero Set, I've had the chance to see James Stone work as a singles wrestler. Because before then, I had only seen him as part of Heavy Metal Chaos. And holy crap fucking james stone there's a move that he did at the first zero set show i'll try and find a clip of that maybe i'll get uh maybe I'll get somebody send me that over so i could upload it at some point was it the canadian destroyer yeah that canadian destroyer you saw that eh? the canadian destroyer that he did no i was just quoting pd williams i didn't actually know it, it was, was a canadian, it was destroyer. A canadian destroyer actually <laughs> oh wow yeah it was fucking crazy um so do you think Udo is winning, or do you think uh, Scrapper is going to take it's it? It's going to be one of them. T- it's going to be one of the two. All right. Now we have our favorite friends of the show, current C4 Tag Champions, MVP Michael Von Payton and Sheldon Jean, versus the people they took the belts from, or you know, it was only one of them. I don't think Von Vertigo was there. Nope. Ver- it's. Uh, I guess they don't have a team, so we'll just call them the MVP team versus Fight or Flight. Yeah, now, yeah, as much as I like Von Vertigo, as much as I like Gabrielle, I am going to say that it's way too early to take the belts off of Sheldon and MVP. Yeah, I and like, after we had MVP on the show, he's got way too much confidence. I don't think it's, I don't think they're taking it off him right away. No, um, in a special challenge up next, we've got Diamond Tiger Kobe Durst versus the Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson. Who is Chris Dickinson, Scully? I have no idea. What am I going to be in for here? Um, put it this way. If we were talking WWE wrestlers, James Ellsworth would be Kobe Durst. You know, who could actually wrestle, obviously. Um, Chris Dickinson, like, I'm, I'm talking in size here, okay? Yeah. Uh, Chris Dickinson would be, like, a Scott Steiner, wow. TNA, like, a TNA 2005-2006 Scott Steiner. Um, Chris Dickinson wrestles, I think, mainly for Beyond in Pennsylvania. Mm. I don't know. I say Kobe Durst gets the upset, though. I would hope so. I'm going to be rooting for Kobe during this match, but I'm not uh, as familiar with Chris, so I can't I can't deny him what I don't know. Yeah. But I won't deny you this. The four-corner match, MJF, Maxwell, Jacob Friedman versus Josh Briggs versus Anthony Green versus All Ego, Ethan Page. Um, Evil Uno is out of this match and in the six-way scramble. MJF wins, hands down. That's my pick. Yeah, see, this is going to be my first time seeing both Ethan Page and MJF live. So I'm not 100% sure what it's going to be as, as long as nobody plays Wheatus' teenage dirtbag, I think MJF is going to be fine. We should, you, you know what we should do? Because we're going to be there, by the way, guys. Um, but what, what we should do is we should just start singing teenage fucking dirtbag. Oh, we should just chant teenage dirtbag as he comes out. Yeah. Teenage dirtbag. We need to what? get... We need to get seats as close to the entrance as possible. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like to the entrance way. <laughs> but we also have to be careful because he is Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and he's better than us. Yeah. Or so his theme song would say. 
definitely now. Up next, another chant that we're going to have to start. Eli Everfly versus Tyson Dukes. John, tell the fans what chant I am talking about. Well, weeks and weeks and weeks ago, before Shane McMahon and The Miz were even a tag team weeks ago, we had some uh, jobbers on SmackDown who happened to be the coolest guy in this match. Eli Everfly pinned The Miz on an episode of SmackDown Live. So you know it, I know it. When have fans, I want to know that you know it. We're at the show. Eli Everfly, you pinned Miz. You pinned Miz. Yeah. Just to let him know that we watch and we care about him and, you know, he pinned the Miz. Yep. Now, Eli Everfly will be facing off against Tyson Dukes. Eli, I think Eli's going over because I, cause he pinned the Miz. Yeah. Now, have you seen Tyson Dukes work live before? Yes, I believe he okay. was at uh, the last C4 show I was at. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can see that this is another one that I can see going either way. Unlike this next match, we've got The Butcher and the Blade versus Tabarnak the Team. Butcher I have the, a problem. Butcher and the Blade and I need take this to know one, I think. I I agree with you on this one, but I have a problem. Okay. Was Pepper Parks ever wrestling for Fest? Uh, I'm I am not sure. Cause I feel like he also he wrestled, wrestled under Braxton Sutter. Okay, was he wouldn't have been like one of the carnies or anything like that, would he? Let me check that. You stall. BLK. Check that. That's what it was. He was a CZW. Tag champ with the okay. uh, BLKGs. Okay. You probably know a little bit about uh, BLKGs. Oh, he was also in Impact until 2018. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so the Butcher and the Blade are going to take this one. But this is probably going to be one of the top three matches. Yeah, I'd say so, but only because, like, I'd say this event is promoted around the fact that Butcher and the Blade are going to be there, so you know they have to be something special. Right, well, we mentioned it last time when we were talking about Hard Target. If you put them on the poster, they're going over, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of going over, Speaking we got the C4 championship in a one fall to a finish. That's right, Scully. No disqualifications, no countouts. You can hit a guy with a chair as many times as you want. It's the C4 champion, Matt Angel, versus... The walking weapon, Josh Alexander. Matt Angel retains. It's way too, way too soon to even think about taking it off Matt Angel. If that's, I wouldn't have done that decision with C4 Wrestling. I would have kept it on Kobe Durst, personally. The fact that Matt Angel is the champion, whether I think it's a good idea or not, he's got to he's retain this one. So I'm going to give him that one. Yeah. I mean, like, Josh Alexander, not taking anything away from him, the guy's fucking fantastic. He's the walking weapon, and, like, yeah. I have a funny feeling we're going to find out why he's called the walking weapon in this match. There's a reason why they put him up against all of the big indie stars that they bring in from the States. Names like Matt Cross, Jeff Cobb come to mind. I was going to say, there's a reason why we see Josh Alexander versus Jeff Cobb and not Super Cop Dick Justice versus Jeff Cobb. 
Like, it, it, it's why Josh Alexander is such an attraction. Because he's, he's good. He's good. You're just picturing this match, aren't you? Yeah. Jeff Cobb versus Super Cop Dick Justice. I'm just picturing, like, fucking Jeff Cobb trying to lift Super Cop. Man, I was actually had a nightmare of a fever dream of a match that came to me in a dream that's so intense it would never... I want you to close your eyes and imagine White Mike of the Jim Nasty Boys. Like, the Jim Nasty Boys with Super Cop Dick Justice versus... (laughs) I'm sorry. Versus the New Day. So it's like Super Cop Dick Justice is like the quote unquote manager, but like he's also like uh, the Xavier Woods, let's say, of the Jim Nasty Boys versus the New Day in a WWE ring. <sighs> oh man, it, it would be beautiful. You you love it, Saxton? Oh, for fuck's sake, man! Like <laughs> JBL's commentating the Rumble, by the way, huh? And thank you guys for listening. No, uh, <laughs> it's true. King and uh, JBL are going to be on commentary during the Rumble. See, King isn't that bad. I abhor JBL on commentary. I I was going to say, is it John O'Clock? No. Oh, the stuff that JBL says, it just makes you think sometimes. But. <laughs> Would JBL say that Matt Angel or Josh Alexander is walking out champion? Would JBL? Yeah, well, what is, who does JBL think is going to win this match? Well, I don't know what JBL would say, but I know what Josh Al- I know what um I know what Vince would say. Vince would say that Josh Alexander wins because in the words of what culture wrestling Vince McMahon likes big sweaty men. <laughs> uh, I had to so, get that in there once during this show, man. I'm sorry. So there you have it, folks. Nightmare Seymour, City's card. Nightmare City. We're going to be there well, Friday. If you see us, come and say hi. We don't bite. Well, we might, but well, that's only if uh, we're provoked. Who was it, the wrestler that bit another guy's finger? Didn't, didn't he bite Dolph Ziggler's finger? I know what you're talking about. I can't remember who it was. Anyways, the important thing is we don't bite. Come talk to us at the show. But I want to go back to Raw SmackDown for a little bit, Scully. For sure. We have time. Like, this probably isn't going to end up on the radio. So we have time. Yeah, yeah. So on Raw SmackDown, on Raw, we saw Jinder Mahal and the Bollywood Boys, or I guess they're called the Singh Brothers now, competing. What? Yes, I believe it was... uh, Jinder Mahal had the Singh brothers with him, and it was a six-man tag on Raw. Was? Okay, because I didn't catch Raw. I haven't caught Raw or SmackDown for, like, the past two weeks. But anyways, the important thing is we had the Singh brothers actually wrestling again. Huh. And, it, I mean, they, they still did who the J.O.B. Fa- who were they facing? Oh, I can't remember. I think it was uh, not... It wasn't... Oh, was, it, was it Heavy Machinery? No, I don't think so. Whoever Jinder was feuding with, that's who it was against. But anyways, the important thing is, on Raw, not only did we see Jinder Mahal and his Singh brothers, but we also saw a hint of another tag team 
Do you remember the Edgehead Scully? I think so. Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder? Oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. They they kind of tease at a little mini reunion. At the end there with Kurt Hawkins being the ref. Yes, they, they and Zack Ryder came out to save him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, and they hinted at an Ed tag team reunion that their tag team, of course, was the Edgeheads led by Edge. But I was thinking, what if they actually brought back the Edgeheads, but Christian was the manager? Would you still call them the Edgeheads, though? Yes, because Christian used to be in a tag team with Edge, and it'd still be all about Edge, but it'd be hilarious because instead of Edge coming out, it would be Christian. And I'm pretty sure it'd be like it would be hilarious that they'd make it work heel or face. Yeah. But like I was like, what if they came back and because he never officially retired, Christian is the manager and slash third member. See, as much as I hate that idea, <laughs> I could see them doing yeah. it. Yeah. But then again, I can totally see them bringing blue pants into the women's royal. <laughs> uh... Well, she's she's NXT man. Is she? She was in NXT. That's where she earned the name Blue Pants. Yeah. I guess you're right. Is there anything else you want to hit, or do you want to end things out here? Uh, I don't I don't know. I've uh, just watching a lot of Fest Wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. I implore you to check out friends of the show, Jim Nasty Boys, because their matches are, not only are they hilarious, they are pretty good. Yeah. Now, in terms of what I've been watching, recently they just added, I believe it was 25 or so episodes of WWF Superstars to the WWF Network. And on the first episode that they've uploaded, I can't remember what the date was. I will link that in the Twitter description. I'll link this match in the description. It was the Legion of Doom facing off against jobbers because that's all the tv was back in the 90s in the early 90s it was jobbers against the famous guys um one of these guys john was a guy by the name of Dwayne gill oh Dwayne gill before he was known for being you know Dwayne gill <laughs> uh now now here's my question Dwayne for... gill actually was gilberg Yes, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like he okay. was, he was Dwayne Gil, but this is before Gilbert. Yes. How does he? How does he look? Was he small? Was he bigger? He was the same size. He had hair. Oh. He had a fucking blonde mullet. Uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm imagining Goldberg with a blonde mullet. I can't imagine Goldberg with hair at all. He just looks like fucking Scott Steiner from the. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like a different like. He's a skin color, and it's just Scott Steiner. Yeah, like maybe maybe that's why Scott Steiner dyed his beard so he could be look different than Goldberg. Goldberg, I'm coming for you! A sacrifice! Oh no! You got a fat ass, Goldberg. There, there, there's a surprise entrant for you. Scott Steiner. Goldberg, man. Okay, Goldberg. I thought Scott you were Stein getting a hit. Scott, Scott Steiner's not even allowed. Like, I'm pretty sure he's like WWE has a restraining order against Scott, Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner is be, like... still getting lap dances from Scarlett Bordeaux. Okay. But here's the thing: <laughs> because he got a lap dance from Scarlett Bordeaux, he just added like another like three or four years until the WWE is going to let him into the Hall of Fame. 
Because, like, there was already, like, a a four-year wait because he was in Impact. So he's already waiting a while to get in there. But now that he's doing stupid shit on Impact, that's, like, another three- to four-year wait right there. See, I'm not sure if that, if the last dance adds anything, which is what with all, like, the whole angle that they're running with Randy Rose and Jimmy Uso. Here's the thing. If Mandy Rose is going to be seducing people on SmackDown Live, she needs a better theme song. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, her her entrance music just sounds like somebody making fun of her entrance music. Kind of like that first version of Shawn Michaels' theme. Yeah. You know, the one that, like, like, you know, the one with Sensational Sherry? Yeah, when Sherry was singing it. I think he's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's actually my favorite. Or version. like, or like, or like the version of uh, the Mounties theme, <laughs> or or even better than the Mounties theme, the "We're Not the Mounties." Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, or that was the Quebecers, I think. Yeah, yeah, we're not the Mounties. Yeah, which is funny. See, if they, if they were gonna write a song like "We're Not the Mounties," you would think that Jacques Rougeau would not be in that tag team. But he's not the Mountie. He's Jacques Rougeau. They're two different people. Quebec in or Jacques, yeah, but like... <laughs> they didn't hide it very well, that's true. No. Especially because... Rougeau was the Mountie. Oh my god, here's an idea since we're talking about Quebec wrestlers. Oh god. What if next year we get Pirate PCO in the Royal Rumble? Because we have Jean PCO, fit. Yeah, I know. but we have him as fucking pirate PCO with the iPad. At that point, they just have to bring back, uh, was it Bret Hart with the jacket? Yeah, it was Bret Hart's jacket who he stole. See, bring back the Repo Man and have the Repo Man take, take like, have, have, have Jean-Pierre Lefitte come out wearing Bret Hart's jacket. Okay. And then as the next entrant, have the Repo Man come out. And take the Bret Hart jacket like he took Jerry Lawler's crown on the first couple episodes of Raw. There's a there's a surprise entrant in the 2019 Rumble for you, the Repo Man. No, 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 it's number what 30. Would he, what would he take this time? Xavier no, Woods' just, trombone? Listen to this. It's number 30, and, like, the last four contestants are in the ring, and Seth Rollins has, like, a stupid gimmick, like he is Infinity Boot or something like that. Number 30, we're all expecting R-Truth. All we hear is Repo Man. <laughs> and he just, like, comes out and, like, steals Seth Rollins' like, like, his knee pad or something, or his, whatever he's using for his gimmick, uh, for whatever cartoon character he's going to dress up as this time. Yeah. What do you think he's going to dress up as for the Rumble? Or is he just going to be regular old Seth? Green Ranger. <laughs> Green Ranger, Seth Rollins? Green Ranger. And then Ambrose comes out as, like, the Red Ranger. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, I think that's a good spot to end it off at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We we started off hot, and then we started talking about Dean Ambrose dressing up as the red fucking ranger. Well, it could be worse. Oh, Aquaman just came out. That's what Seth Rollins is going to dress up as. Aquaman? Aquaman. Or maybe that's what the New Day is going to dress up as, Xavier. Yo, before we end the show, what insane rumble spot is Kofi going to do this year? Um, he's going to use the trombone as a pogo stick. You know what? I wasn't saying trombone, but I was thinking a pogo stick this year. Yeah. Like if, like, Xavier Woods pulled like, one like, like, the Like Xavier Woods, no. How about what if, what if uh, Xavier Woods 
attached a pogo stick to the trombone. Now we're just getting to some fest wrestling shit. <laughs> like uh, the like the gymnasty boys the gymnasty versus boys the ugly versus, duckling. Yeah, yeah. In, in like, what do you call that? A quack street brawl or something like I that? Think so. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm the music man, Colin Scully. And I am the man with no excuses, Jonathan Skuse. And as always, have a good one. And the podcast, oh my god, Scully, have you seen the, I think it was a Fatal 4-Way.